0: It's time for recipe of the day. I'm telling you today about a side dish that I love to make when I'm home alone for dinner. And the reason is because it uses quinoa and feta, which are two things that my family members don't particularly love. So I save this for when it's just me and I just want something to go with like a chicken breast, something really easy, and it has lots of flavor and it's really simple to make. And it has those ingredients that I don't get to have when the rest of my family is here. So it's a quinoa and feta side dish that has parsley wilted into it, and I'll say right away, we often say that we want parsley to be nice and bright and fresh and not kind of wilted and soggy. That is true in like cold, fresh salad dishes, that kind of thing, but it's not necessarily true if it's cooked. It's fine to have it be wilted like this, and we're actually using quite a bit of it, so it brings quite a lot of bright, fresh flavor to this dish. Now, I'm going to say, as I said before, if you don't like quinoa, I do urge you to try making it but rinse it even more than you think you need to and I will link to that. I have found that the bitterness gets less and less the more that you rinse it and even like rubbing it while you rinse it makes a difference. Also, if you find quinoa bitter, I would use the normal beige colored quinoa, not the red quinoa that's in the picture for this dish because the red does have a more bitter flavor. Now, I will say that I have tried doing that extra rinsing and not using the red quinoa when making quinoa for my kids And they still don't really like it, at least not when it's so pronounced in a side dish like this. They don't mind it when it's like in a soup or casserole, if there's cheese and other flavors going on, and the quinoa is just kind of in there as a background. But when it's the main thing, like for a side dish, they're just not buying it. They don't like it. So if you don't like it or your family doesn't like it, there might not be any amount of rinsing or buying the right kind that will help. Okay, let's dive into making this. So you are pouring your uncooked quinoa into a fine mesh sieve, and you're putting it in the sink, and then you're rinsing it under the spray jet, if you can, of your sink faucet, rubbing it between your fingers to really remove that dusty saponin layer. Five minutes of rinsing makes a difference. Then shake it out a bit to get some of the water off. Or let it drain a bit while you do the next steps. You're going to get on a medium-sized saucepan. Choose one that has a lid because we're going to need the lid. Now, into the saucepan, you're warming a tablespoon of olive oil over medium-high heat, and then you're adding a small onion that you've diced into there, and just cooking it until it's a little softened and translucent for a few minutes. Then you're adding in two cloves of minced garlic, and you're just cooking those for 30 seconds. The reason that recipes usually have you only cook the garlic for a short time, like this, is because when it starts to burn, it gets bitter. So you just want it to soften and release its flavor, but then you want to add something else to the pot right away at that point so that it doesn't start to burn and get that that darker, bitter flavor to it. Okay, so then you're going to add that drained quinoa and stir it in. That's of course going to cool down the pot. It cools down the garlic so it doesn't end up burning. And then you're also adding in some stock and some salt. Now, if you want to keep this vegetarian, you can use vegetable stock. If it doesn't matter to you, then use chicken stock. I always buy low so sodium or reduced sodium stocks and broths, just because then I have more control over the amount of salt that I use. I actually sip on the stock sometimes, like I warm them up and just have them as like a beverage in the afternoon. And I don't want them to be all that salty for that too. So that's part of why I get the low sodium ones. And that's why so many of my recipes call for the low sodium ones. Okay, so you've added that broth into their salt, give it a stir, increase the heat to high, and you're going to bring it up to a boil then lower it down to low give it one more stir and then put that lid on and let it just simmer gently with the lid on for 15 to 20 minutes until it's nice and tender now at that point if the quinoa is tender but the liquid has not all absorbed sometimes that happens you can drain the quinoa back through the fine mesh sieve i would just rinse it out because it might have that saponin in there and sometimes some of the little uncooked seeds of the quinoa are still in there trapped in the mesh and you don't want that so you drain off the water if necessary Then put the quinoa back into the hot sauce pan. That's going to help drain it a little bit more. The heat kind of makes some more of that liquid steam away. Let that do that for a couple of minutes. Then you're adding in some lemon juice. It doesn't say fresh lemon juice, but fresh lemon juice always tastes a little bit brighter. I also do always have a bottle of lemon juice in my fridge to use in a pinch. That will do if that's what you've got. And then you're also adding in one and a half cups of chopped fresh parsley leaves. So that's a lot, right? And you mix that in and it's going to wilt into that hot quinoa. You can add a little bit more olive oil if you like the flavor of olive oil. I really do a milder olive oil here and then give it a taste. You can add a little bit more salt if you want, but I'm going to say that if it's almost salty enough, I wouldn't add any more because you're going to put the feta on top next to serve the feta on top and that brings quite a bit of saltiness to the dish. And so if the quinoa on its own is almost there, then the feta is going to do the trick. Put a little bit of fresh parsley on top of the feta. So that's not the wilted parsley that's going to stay nice and bright and fresh and And dig in. I mean, I'm going right in with a spoon myself because I'm the only one in the house who's going to eat this particular dish. It is all mine and I am perfectly happy with that. I will put a link to this recipe in the show notes or you can head to cookthestory.com slash ROTD and get it there. If you make this dish, I would love to see it. Share it on Instagram and tag me at cookthestory. I'm Christine Pittman. Let's get cooking.